Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa. This is the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashoms in South Africa and by Stuart Weir in the UK. Well, on this week's show, we find out about the role of player scouts looking for talent in Africa, what they do and what qualities they're looking for. We speak to a player scout from Sweden. Of course, it is harder to play in Europe if you're not physical. I mean, you can be very short and you don't have to be big, but you need to be tough. So this is our main focus this week, as there are many, many talented football players across Africa, young players and mature players who dream of going to play in Europe, especially for a big team like Manchester United or Real Madrid. But it's not an easy thing to get a contract in Europe, and many of those who do make it find themselves in countries like Belgium or Russia, rather than England or Spain. Now, you may have heard a shocking story a few days ago coming from a BBC Sport investigation that discovered that African footballers as young as 14 are being trafficked to Asia and forced to sign contracts. A club in Laos in Southeast Asia imported 23 underage players from West Africa to an unregistered football academy in February, where the players were living in terrible conditions, and six of those boys are still there. Now, FIFA regulations do prohibit the movement of players to a foreign club or academy until they're 18. So that's a bad side of players wanting to go overseas, but we're going to look at the more formal and established route on the show today. Uh, normally, to get to join a club in another country, you need a player agent to spot you on a scouting mission, maybe at a major tournament or when playing in the local league. Now, Michael Kolbeck is a player agent from Sweden. He's made several trips to the Gambia and has taken Gambian players to Denmark and China. He was recently in Banjul at Real de Banjul Football Club to identify talented players there. And Kolbeck spoke to Mamadou Ba, who first asked what exactly he's looking for in players. We're looking for players that we think could make it in, in, in Europe, uh, that has the mentality, that has the talent, the skills, all the requirements that we see, see are necessary to, to make it in Europe. Uh, because there is a big difference, not only on the football field, there's a big difference uh, of culture, of living, everything. So you have to be prepared when leaving one continent to go to another. And I mean, if you're a young player, you go all by yourself. Maybe it's the first time you, you, you're going to live all alone. And uh, it's a lot of things that has to match up before we, we decide to move a player. So the player should not only be a good football player, he should be mentally prepared as well. What kind of age are you looking at? Are you looking at players under 15 or, or under 20? M mainly at this point, we we're looking at players uh, from the age of 18 and up because due to regulations... Uh, that FIFA said, you know, you can get transferred to another club in another country if you're 18 or older. Uh, but of course, we, we're identifying and, and looking at the talents that is under that age as well. But with those players, we work in a longer perspective. How do you prepare coming in to give these players, um, you know, the opportunity to go and play in Europe? Do you look at the physicality or is it about talent? I would say it's a mix. Uh, for example, Bubakar Sane that went to Denmark is a very physical player. He's, he's big, he's strong. He's well, very well prepared for the Scandinavian leagues, which is quite tough. But he also has the skills. For another example, Steve Travali that went to China. 
when he went there they said that oh he's uh, he's a small kid maybe not that physical but you see he scores goals every every game the the last game i think he scored a hat trick so i mean it's about finding a good uh, mixture yes of 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 these two but of course it is harder to play in europe if you're not physical i mean you can be very short and you don't have to be big but you need to be tough if you have the ball one seconds in your bum somebody tackles you so even if you're not big you have to you know be able to stand up and take the tackles and you know be hard what sort of contract are these players likely to have in europe the thing is that we we're, we're mainly looking to to find a solution where they can go on a one year loan and uh, where the club in europe has the possibility after one year or earlier to buy the player uh, of course it is a possibility to for the players to get sold to europe right away uh, but you know when you're investing in a player from another continent you want to see him over time before spending a lot of money on transferring him that's the setup that we have most gambian people want to see their players in the big leagues in the premier league the la liga why is it that gambian players are not breaking through in, into those big markets i mean look at modobaro he's he has entered premier league and he's doing well so i mean uh, of course gambian players can can play in the bigger leagues it's like that i think that if you're coming from africa to go to scandinavia is a big step it's a good step you come to scandinavia you learn the tactical mentalities you know the culture difference you 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 adapting and then after like 1 2 3 years maybe then you're ready to go to one of the big leagues for example my partner that i work a lot with uh, he found uh, John Obi Mikkel in africa he took him to Lynn in norway where he played for a couple of years and you know what happens then is history you know so i think it's a very good step to go to uh, to scandinavia for for young african players if you're from gambia ghana sierra leone nigeria it doesn't matter if you come from africa scandinavia is a good step to go before entering the bigger leagues is what Modubaro did as well he went to sweden from africa he played in a couple of swedish teams and now he's in premier league so i mean it's it's a good step to go That's Michael Kolbeck, a player agent from Sweden, speaking to Mamadou Ba on a recent scouting trip to the Gambia. He was referring there to Modu Baro at the end, who's now at Swansea City in England, having played in Sweden beforehand. Now, Solomon, we'd all love to see players from our country going to the English Premier League or other top leagues, but it is a process. It is uh, definitely not an easy task uh, to see uh, a player from uh, Cameroon or see a player from Kenya playing in the English Premier League uh, or in the German Bundesliga. And you have to uh, follow the process step by step. Sometimes we destroy a player by not really placing them in a team that would help them develop but uh, you know sometimes you may maybe have to start in Qatar or you go up to China and and play for a season or two or to Denmark uh, uh Norway and play for a season or two the example of John Michelobi he actually played here in South Africa for Ajax Cape Town that was where he was identified uh, and he went on to play in Norway he played for Nigeria's under 20 uh during the World Cup where they played the final game against Argentina Tina featuring uh Sergio Aguero and Messi and we saw how he played in the Scandinavian country for 2 3 years before he moved out to Chelsea but he has taken the time to really play in that league where he got a lot of opportunities where is not a league that put a lot of pressure on the young player he gradually navigated his way and and matured and understand the style and obviously talent is talent you just need the right opportunity to develop and and a lot of african players have the talent they just need the right 
right environment, the right opportunity, and the right support, uh, you know, from their agent to be able to develop. Well, thanks a lot, Solomon. This is Planet Sport Football Africa, taking a look at the role of player scouts looking for talent in Africa. Well, now we're joined by our European football expert, Stuart Weir in the UK. Uh, Stuart, the scouting departments of European clubs are a huge part of the football industry these days, aren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, the one that for me comes to mind goes going back a few years was Bob Bishop, the scout in Belfast, who discovered George Best. Now, there is an apocryphal story that he sent a telegram to Manchester United saying, I have found a genius. But you imagine if Manchester United had wanted to buy George Best at his peak in today's money, you know, how many million dollars they'd have had to pay. And yet, if you get that boy, as they did with uh, George Best at age 15, 16, you know, you, you, so to speak, get it for nothing. Therefore, I think the scouting is very important. I mean, I thought that was a really interesting contribution we got. And again, a player who came to mind that, that I know is Emmanuel Ibui, who was uh, discovered in uh, Ivory Coast uh, as a teenager, went to Belgium, where he was effectively given a trial in Belgium, and in the end went to Arsenal, where he had several good years before going to Turkey. Uh, And again, uh, you know, looking back on his career, if somebody had not recognised his potential when he was probably pretty raw in Ivory Coast, got him into a situation where he would develop as a player, you know, his career would, would never have happened. And again, I, I thought that you, you, the scout was very astute in talking about what he's looking for because, you know, you get people who can juggle the ball forever, but there's, you need more than just the ball skills. You know, you need some character. You need perhaps enough strength to be able to cope with the physicality of some of the European leagues. You know, we hear about and talk about the successes, but of course there's an awful lot of people who are scouted and who fall by the wayside. You know, I wonder what the statistics are in the Premier League club of the number of players from, say, the age of 12. For every 100 boys who get a chance to train with a Premier League club from the age of 12, I would be surprised if more than one of those makes it into the first team. So in that sense, it's quite an expensive operation. But on the other hand, if you find the next Messi, the next George Best, um, the next Ronaldo, uh, you get your money back many times over. And a player agent, Michael Callback, there also says you need to be mentally strong enough to live in another country. So you need more than just the physical talent. Well, yes. I mean, I think that if you are an African boy and you suddenly discover that Manchester United or someone like that is interested in you, it's incredibly attractive. But then you actually finish up living in a northern European city where it is so cold compared to what you're used to, the culture is so different, so impersonal, and you've got to have a strength of character to cope with that. Uh, Also, I think coaches are quite hard on young players in the early days, and again, you've got to have the mental strength to take criticism because often coaches will be trying it on, just being deliberately aggressive towards you just to see if you have the strength of character because again you know you're not going to be much good if you 
can juggle the ball and run forever with it, but the first tackle scares you off. So, you know, I think there's a massive adjustment. And, uh, you know, for those who just come on their own and are probably put to live with an English family if they're coming here, it's just so totally different from what they've grown up with uh, in their own country. So it does take a lot of mental strength uh, to battle through that and to believe that you actually have the ability uh, to make a go of it. And uh, often you know, it will result in disappointment for uh, a number of them. Yes, yeah, so I, I'm not at all surprised that, that the mental strength is one of the things that, that the Scots is looking for. Well, thanks a lot, Stuart. And I hope you found that look at uh, player scouts informative. Uh, certainly I learned a lot myself there. Well, let's go to Facebook and WhatsApp now. Uh, last week we asked, uh, what are you looking forward to in the new English Premier League season? which is now just two weeks away. And has life been the same for you during the off-season? We've heard from South Korea for the first time ever on the show, uh, from a Cameroonian living there called Gemo. And uh, Gemo says, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Thanks ever so much uh, for your support there, Gemo. And he says, I'm looking forward to the new signings making an impact in their respective clubs, especially my fellow African brothers Sebastian Bassong at Norwich and Andre Ayew at Swansea. Uh, from the Gambia, Amadou Tamba says, I'm looking forward to seeing my Chelsea defend their English Premier League title. Uh, Jame says, a life has been boring without the Premier League in the off-season. Uh, and uh, Jame is a big Arsenal fan. Uh, from Malawi, Adrian Bendera says, the coming in of Raheem Sterling to Man City is great. It'll strengthen our team because the combination of Yaya Toure and David Silva will be deadly. Uh, Suleiman Sonko in the Gambia says, the weekends have been boring for me when there's no English Premier League. And uh, so too says Lamin Sonko says, the weekends have been so boring. Boring, and I just can't wait for the English Premier League to resume. Well, this week, uh, let's uh, carry on looking ahead to the new season. Just two weeks to go now. Tell us who you think will be the star performers this season. Who's going to really shine? Will African players like Modu Barrow, Andre Ayew, Christian Achu and Wilfred Bonny be among the standout players? And will the likes of Raheem Sterling and Petr Cech prove to be among the best signings? Which players do you think will shine? Send a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero we'd love to hear from you on whatsapp or on our facebook page that's planet sport football africa you can follow us on twitter the address is at planet sport fa you can keep in touch with news about the show and african football news the handle at planet sport fa well from me steve vickers in zimbabwe from solomon ashams in south africa and Stuart weir in the uk thanks so much for listening you can find us online at planetsport.tv and planet sport football africa is a passion for sport production